0: Blog Talk Radio Greetings, Stone Guardian, Stone Guardian Crystal Keeper, Keeper.
1: Crystal Keeper. Welcome, everyone, to There's a Rock for That. I am your host, Mary Brown, and we are on the Psychic Talk Radio Network. Yes, and it's a new day of the week and of the month for There's a Rock for That. Again, uh, we switched from doing the first Saturday of every month, and now here we are on the first Tuesday of each month. So that's pretty exciting. Exciting. kind of like Tuesdays I don't know about you guys but we've got a great show today it's gonna to be pretty cool pretty laid back you know just talking rocks and talking to uh, callers to call into the show we're doing an open line show today free crystal readings for our callers if that's what they want maybe they just want to call in to say hello or maybe they just want to shoot the breeze, talk some rocks. Always a good time talking rocks. And we have a crystal of the month this month, as we do every month. And this month's crystal guest is Peridot, a beautiful sort of gold and green stone that maybe a lot of you are familiar with. But if you're not, you sure will be familiar with it after today's show. (laughs) We're going to talk about it a lot. Bye. I um, also wanted to let you know that this show is sponsored by the Tarot Guild. You can check out the Tarot Guild by going to thetarotguild.com. And what else, what else? Oh, tag team readings are available with myself and my co-host from Tarot Today Live. That's the show that we do on Mondays and on Saturdays. And, you know, those are a lot of fun. If you're interested in that, you can go to tagteam.tarotoday.live. Okay, I think that is all our housekeeping for today. And before we get started with callers, I thought I would draw a card of the day. What's going on? And of course, you know, I'm working with crystal cards. These are from the Eternal Crystals Oracle Cards by Jade Sky, with beautiful, beautiful crystal artwork by Jane Marin. It's a great deck. Check it out if you haven't checked it out yet. And the card of the day, let's see what we get. Oh, Zinc Sight. This is talking about the root chakra and our physical bodies. And, you know, Zinc Sight... I think we talked about that last month because we talked about zinc when we had Pablo Vasquez on talking about um, Zoroastrianism and his new book that he wrote on that. And that interview, if you missed it, excuse me, I had to sneeze. That interview, if you missed it. Um, It's definitely in the archive here on Psychic Talk Radio Network. You can find that easily by going to psychictalk.net and looking at past shows. You can even find it on the archive here on our channel on Blog Talk Radio. And if you want to see the video version, you can go over to my YouTube channel, Dactyl, D as in David, A, C as in Charlie, T as in Tom, yl experience.com it's not even a dot com it's just a youtube channel but anyways the full interview is up there on pterodactyl experience on youtube really really great interview and again you know if you just want to hit the audio version you can find that on psychic Talk.net by looking at past shows and also here on Blog Talk Radio. But let's get back to this whole thing about ThinkSight coming up as our card of the day that's so interesting. You know, and when it shows up like that, it's a pretty strong message. It's a pretty strong stone. And, you know, it's asking you to ask yourself, you know, are you focusing on your physical appearance too much, you know, instead of your physical health? You know, that's one thing to think about and do you do you worry too much about your weight or do you um need to connect to reconnect really with your physical body and and get healthier and you've got to be the one that decides what what works for you what applies to you what doesn't it's your body after all um and also you know the thing about zinc side it's a pretty powerful crystal which can remove energy blocks. It also helps you to bring out your kind of own personal power, you know, your creativity, your physical energy. And, you know, it's a it's a redstone associated with the root chakras that we're also talking about, our sense of security and and kind of what our comfort level is at and our groundedness and centeredness. So those are just some things to keep in mind since that just came up as our card of the day. All right. Why don't we go ahead and take a couple calls. I see a couple callers in the queue here again. This is a live call in show. And the number to call is 714-816-4628. Again, that number is 714-816-4628. Eight. Be sure to press the number one on your dial pad because it raises your skinny little, what looks like an alien arm on the switchboard here. And I see a couple of skinny little alien arms there right now. So let's go ahead and see who's out there. And the caller that has been waiting the longest is area code 917. Ah, Area Area code 917. Caller, are you there? Hello? Yep. Hello? Hello. Hi, hey, what's your you name doing? and where are you calling from? Good, you're live on There's a Walk for That. Oh, my name is Tim and I'm calling from New York. Hi, Tim. What did you want to talk about today?
0: Ah, just any recommended tools. Um, uh,
1: I'm finally trying to not trying i'm finally being consistent trying to do a little meditative uh this every day I have some, my guides for a little assistance awesome. trying to you know bring in some abundance into many areas of my life and uh i have a ton of crystals that I, i'm a, the person who would always start meditating
0: uh, i feel like i wasn't seeing yeah. results so couldn't quite and then quit and i'm not doing that anymore so uh i'm dusting the crystals okay. off Good. if you have any recommendations
1: greatly Good. appreciated Yeah. Okay. Well, there's so many, Um, you know, it depends, you know, like you mentioned abundance, right. Mm
0: -hmm. You know, and
1: so abundance comes in many forms, you know, obviously, you know, we care about, you know, having, you know, abundant resources, (laughs) right? You know, um, but we also care about having, you know, an abundance of love and health and caring. And so I would kind of look at the areas in which you really want to cultivate more of an abundant flow. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you know, so say if it has to do with, like, relationships and, and love and, and family even, and you want to look at some of the heart chakra stones, you know. Now, a really easy way to look at that, a good rule of thumb, is to look at the chakra system, if you're familiar with that. You know, like, a, the, just start with the rainbow colors, you know. So our heart chakra, you know, those is actually associated with a color green. And sometimes pink as well. So maybe like rose quartz is a good one. Um, You know, there's so many wonderful green stones out there. I almost want to say like pick one that you like because I think people are really particular about it. You might be drawn to something like a gorgeous malachite that has all those swirls and shapes and lines in it. Um, And that's a very powerful healing stone. Or you might be drawn to something that's kind of like almost transparent and just sort of fascinating like a octahedron uh, green fluorite you know so I would kind of look at that also look at the stones that you do have the ones you just dusted off (laughs) and you know look at that also green is the color of money who are we kidding right but citrine is also classically associated with wealth you know so citrine is a good one if we're looking for like You know, more along the lines of of money, um, financial abundance, that kind of thing. Um, But green stones are always great because, you know, it's like also the color of good health. Um, So that's what I would recommend. And also, like you know, we're talking about, you know, how do I, you know, what crystals can sort of facilitate, you know, the things that you're already doing, like your meditation and connecting with your guides. Um, you might look into like some of the higher vibration stones, even like selenite um, clear quartz is always a great go-to because you can program it for whatever you want to use it for, you know, um, you can kind of do that with any of the courses, but clear quartz for sure is like kind of the, you know, <laughs> the the one, you know, the mother load, that's like the stone. Um, but you know, it's really what you're drawn to, because if you're drawn to the stone, if you feel connection, if you feel interested in it, then chances are you're going to use it more. And, um, you know, some of the other, some of the angel stones are great, too, to help facilitate meditation and connecting with guides like, you know, pale blue, like sort of angelite stone is always great, or celestite, or um, and seraphonite, but that's kind of hard to get all the time but yeah you know it's pretty wide open you know for for what you're describing I think you really have to like pay attention because you know the thing is it's like all you know that you find in the crystal books and heck I even say on the show and you know it's like it's general you know kind of information it's sort of based on from what I can determine the fact that like you know stone recommendations these are stones that you know you could say the majority of people are going to have you know a similar experience with but at the same time you want to kind of leave the door open for new experiences as well and to like connect with a with a stone that's like calling your name you know if you have access to like a good like rock shop or crystal shop you're in new york i mean that's like Oh. Three
0: places,
1: yeah. there's a lot of stuff in New York. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you very much. I really appreciate yeah. your time. I'm going to get back to it. Absolutely. Find a new rock. And- Absolutely. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and keep in, keep in touch. Let us all know how it's going. You know, bright blessings on your journey. Thank you. Have a blessed day. I appreciate it. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Okay, that was pretty cool. That is Kim getting into crystals again and all of that. We'd love to hear those kinds of great stories. And let's see who is next. We have Airy Code. Let me see what is that. That is 850- there you Hello. Eight five zero. Caller, you there? Hi. What's your name, and where are you calling from? I'm calling from Florida. And my name awesome. is Michelle. It's what is your name, Dale? Michelle. Michelle. I was close. Yeah. I was close. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want <laughs> to talk about, Michelle?
0: <laughs> uh, wondering when you see my daughter having her baby.
1: Wow What about your daughter having her baby Hmm Let me see what comes up with the Crystal tarot cards With that because Oracle cards Like the ones that I'm using today Don't really do Timing very well I mean I don't know there's not a deck that really does But just seeing what comes up here There's a card that's not Very helpful Uh, it's just happening pretty fast is what this looks like. You know, I'm getting like, wow, getting all major cards. Like the emperor card is there, though. It's just like connected to fatherhood. Okay. The justice card, um, the Knight of pentacles is this is like, all of this is saying like right now, it's almost like everything's gathering for this to happen. Um, The Three of Swords comes up here. Now, that could represent, like, cutting the cord, okay, or Uh even, like, you know, uh, even, like, a cesarean, you know, because it is is connected to, you know, that idea of, like, you know, some sort of procedure going on. But also the Three of Swords is our timing card. And so the most, Three of Swords, to me, would be, like, three weeks at the latest, but as early as, like, within the next three days. So whatever is going on here, I can say that, you know, the Justice card coming up, along with the Emperor card and the Ten of Cups, this is a card of family, the Knight of Pentacles. Knight of Pentacles says, like, just be patient, it's happening.
0: Um,
1: But all of these are really good cards. It's just that Three of Swords is pretty odd, you know. And that, you know, like I said, you know, can represent cutting the umbilical cord, but it comes up in the timing position, too. So I'm going to tend to just look at it in that light rather than say, like, oh, okay, you know, are we having some kind of procedure here? Um, but, yeah, this looks like this is happening soon based on these cards. Um, and it looks like everything goes really great regardless.
0: Well, that's good to know. Um she lost her mucus plug today, and um, mm. she was in the hospital for preterm labor uh, a week ago. Yeah. And they stopped the pregnancy from uh, her contractions because she is preterm. So they gave her um, steroid shot to develop the lungs, and they said if she goes into labor again, they were not going to stop it um, because she's 31 right. weeks now. Um, okay. So she lost her mucus plug uh, earlier today around twelve o'clock. Well, one o'clock, and um, wow. she had a little bit okay. of stomach, stomach cramps earlier around twelve. So I was just curious when she might but, have it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, three of swords. You know, that three days. It you know, is the shortest period of time. But wow, you know it sounds to me like it's just happening now, you know, it's just coming on fast, but regardless, at least it's not, you know, this isn't going to last forever. That's the good part. Um, but yeah. So three days, this is what? Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So probably by Thursday, if not before, I hope she has it wow.
0: tomorrow. Tomorrow is my mother's yeah. birthday.
1: Oh, Wow. That would be so cool.
0: And she was born uh, on my birthday. She was actually
1: born on okay. my birthday. <laughs>
0: that's
1: that's wild. I know. Because, so like, like, oh, wow, my goodness, what is my going on with birthday. that family? <laughs> You're all sharing <laughs> birthdays.
0: Oh, that oh, would man. be so awesome well, it's right. if has it, on
1: it Yeah, that would be awesome. And I'm sure it can't. You know, she's probably, she's so ready to have this baby <laughs> right now. Yeah, sure.
0: But, yeah, yeah well, to come you know, out.
1: congratulations to you. Well,
0: thank you. I'll have to let you know.
1: Yeah, let us know. Do you already know if it's a boy, girl, or do you just not it's care a at this point? Like, just be a baby. Oh, girl. It's, her, fourth. it's oh. her
0: first. She's had three boys, and
1: now this is a girl on the way. Oh, wow. All right. Get some balance we're going ready. in there. Yeah, we're ready
0: for a girl. Yeah.
1: Yeah, girls are fun. Boys are fun, too, oh, yeah. but, you know, there's a limit. <laughs> I raised two oh, boys, yeah. you know, like, oh, why, why couldn't I have a girl? <laughs> well, thanks I for
0: calling. I'm a firm believer boys are whiners. girls are mouthy.
1: Oh, yeah. Totally. Are you kidding? <laughs> I was.
0: <laughs>
1: I think it's Thanks the nurturing aspect that females have. You're welcome. Yeah. Have a good one, Michelle. <laughs> That's Thank right. you. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So uh, we are going to talk a bit about the Crystal guest this month peridot and like i said it's this kind of golden green color it's really pretty um kind of like a yellow green um can be kind of olive green even summer like a little bit brownish um it's about i think it's six and a half to seven on the most scale of hardness um you do see a lot of peridot in um jewelry And what is it really composed of? Well, like so many other crystals, it's composed of magnesium, iron silicate. And it is pretty transparent, um, but it doesn't fluoresce. So it's also been called olivine, chrysolite, peridote, evening emerald, uh, phosphorite, and phaolite. And the names given the stone have caused confusion throughout time. Uh, Peridot is a term used by gemologists to refer to it. You know, evening emerald um, stems from the days when any less expensive gem was given a a kind of a fancy name based on the major gem. So, like, since it was green, it was, you know, called some kind of emerald uh, you see that also with rubies, sapphires, diamonds. Um, and the name chrysolite was used by many scholars and jewelers in the past. You know, misleading combinations of of this term, though, have caused confusion for jewelers and also for the buying public. Um, you know, it, it kind of is a thing where you really want to try and make sure that what you're paying for is exactly what you think you're paying for you know um but you know it's also like getting into some of the history of it it's been called the gem of the sun by the ancients um peridot has been known by many names like we talked about the term peridot comes from the old french word peritot with a t which itself nobody's really sure where that word came from <laughs> either um, and Peridota was the name for this gem in England beginning around the 13th century and later uh, was short, shortened to what we call it today, Peridot. Um, that older term that I mentioned, chrysolite, uh, is actually from the Greek word meaning golden and stone. And plenty the elder used chrysolite gold and green stones, which came from an island in the Red Sea. Now this island was uh, called Topazos in ancient times, and you know, so Pliny also uh, called these gems. It was actually peridot, but he called them T- topazias. So you get the idea that okay, that's how you know to- so many things got confused with being topaz. Uh, you know, these names like kind of get handed down over time, and you kind of wonder. But the, there was an ancient author called Sides, um cities rather um, who called that same island the Serpent Isle and the Egyptians uh, knew of this island as well and even in modern times it's known as St. John's Island it's off the coast of Egypt and it's still a major source of rough peridot today so you know we have it coming from that island, um, there's a few other parts of the world that it that it comes from as well. There's even ancient papyrus um, recording the mining of those yellow-green stones uh, in about 1500 B.C., and the Peridot was highly prized by the Egyptian kings. It's reported that uh, St. John's Island's inhabitants were forced to collect stones for the pharaoh's treasury. And there's even a legend that says the entire island was guarded by jealous watchers who had orders to put to death any trespassers. And the story continues <laughs> that these gems could be found after nightfall due to their radiance, like they would kind of glow in the dark or something. And the miners would mark the spot for retrieval the following day. Now, Ptolemy II was said to have had a statue of his wife, uh, Arsinoe, uh, carved from a single block of peridot. So, and it's likely that this was actually a standing carving from a massive piece of floor spar. Because when you really think about it, you know some of these legends that get handed down. Like, some of them are impossible, right? Like, I can't imagine a Peridot block just, like, all connected that you could actually carve out a life-size statue. Um, so, chances are, again, that that was Floris Bar instead. But it, but it belongs to the legends of Peridot and the story. And, you know, the finest examples of Peridot were brought to Europe from Egypt during the Crusades. And they were called the Emeralds. And presented to uh, the church treasuries, and many of those "quote unquote" emeralds um, held in church inventories today are actually deep-colored peridot. You know, they're not, they're not emeralds. Again, you know, because it's green, they just associated that, that title with it, calling it just some kind of emerald. Um, there's also a Christian tradition that says the chrysolite is the stone of the Apostle Bartholomew. And this is based on a treatise by the 10th century writer Andreas, Bishop of Caesarea. Uh, He's one of the earliest writers to associate the foundation stones of Revelations with the 12 apostles. And he states the chrysolite, and he means the peridot, gleaming with the splendor of gold may symbolize Bartholomew since he was illustrious for his divine preaching and his store of virtues. And so the stone was also associated with the sun though and therefore it was said to sort of dissolve you know evil spirits and enchantments and again this is, this is in ancient times and it was believed back then that the powers of darkness would always be subdued by the sun or anything associated with it. So when you look at some of the modern associations with, with Peridot that we have today, you can kind of look at it as like, Oh, okay. You know, people say that it's great for spiritual growth and that it, you know, can really um, help us to um, deal with any negative energy to get rid of it. And, When you look through the history of it, you see that that sort of belief goes all the way, way back, you know, um, the, you know, centuries, more and more, much more than centuries, thousands of years, perhaps, you know, some of these ideas and There has been a lot written about Peridot through the years. You know, it's interesting. It's not always a stone that I hear crystal healers talking a lot about. They don't really seem to, you know, recommend it very much. But, you know, it does continue to enjoy quite a following as a healing stone. You know, um, people have said, you know, it can enhance healing and spiritual growth. It's a highly recommended stone for healers and psychic counselors to work with. Um, You know, a lot of times people think it's good for the heart, for the lungs, for the spleen, stomach ulcers, intestinal tract. And with most green stones, peridot is also said to strengthen eyesight. But you didn't know that, that a lot of the stones that people say are good for your eyesight are actually the green stones. And for Peridot, um, they talk about it especially when it comes to something like nearsightedness or astigmatism. And, you know, Peridot, I think still is used by midwives as a facilitator of birthing, um, claiming that it stimulates um, contractions and causes dilation of the birth canal. So there's all kinds of wild stuff about Peridot that you probably weren't aware of, <laughs> because why would you be? Nobody talks about this stuff except for, well, except for people like me, I guess. Um, but yeah, you know, and a couple of other things I want to say about it is that, you know, again, just like when we were talking to the, the caller beforehand, you know, it is a good heart chakra stone because it is a green stone. And, You know, it's just kind of one of those, you know, the color is unique to Peridot, I would say. And, you know, because of that, it's also, it's got that light golden color too. It's also associated with healing relationships and teaching, like teaching in a natural way, using your natural healing abilities, Um you know compassion, love, all of it, nurturing teaching others all of these things are associated with the heart chakra, and you know the by by teaching by being a teacher, I don't necessarily mean um you know working in like a a formal school environment or something, you know when you really think about it, teachers come in many different forms, and it could be perhaps you know that you could be you know, a teacher among your circle of friends. You know, that's a, that's another way. Um, a friend of mine, uh, Christiana Godette, has, you know, has a great saying. I, I don't think she originated it. I don't know who did, but each one teach one. So each of us have something to share, something to teach other people. You know, even if we don't necessarily think of ourselves in that way. And peridot, again, is a is this great stone associated with this idea of teaching and also healing and nurturing and, and caring for others. And even if we do that in ways that are maybe more more subtle, you know, sometimes caring for others is just listening to them. Something to think about. And with that, why don't we listen to who our next caller is on the line here. And let's see. That is, oh, well, I don't know what's going on with the switchboard. It's very strange. Okay, let me see. <laughs> Hopefully I can bring a caller on here. Yeah, it's dropping people. It's very strange. Um. Okay, so, a code 519. Caller, are you there? Hi there. My name is Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. What did you want to talk about today? Um, I was just wondering about,
0: is, is it, here's what I do, and just tell me if I'm off base, is I take a rose quartz and I put it in a glass of water beside my bed every day to bring in love, and then I'll mm-hmm. drink from that, that cup. Does that make any sense, or should I be using different crystals?
1: No, that makes sense. That's an elixir, essentially. Um, and, yeah, you know, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, bringing in love, rose quartz is a lovely stone for that. But love is also, like, you know, kind of a broad topic, Right. You know, so are you talking at what is it that your intention is? Because I think what it is, when, especially working with elixirs, and, again, rose quartz, great stone to work with, you know, for love of of any kind, really. Um, But you want to, like, kind of, like, be specific in your intention, you know, when you're drinking the water, you know, Mm, so that you're taking it in and you're, as you're drinking it, you're, you know, you've got, you know, in your head the the concept of what it is you mean by bringing more love in. Does that come in the form of a romantic partner? Is it just being, you know, treated in a more loving way by, you know, existing friends, family, and, and partners, you know, that, that kind of thing. If you're, the more specific our intention is, the, the better um, chance we have of manifesting exactly what we want. So there's just something to think about. No, no, that's good. If that's, yeah, I didn't think of, uh, I, I guess, love is a
0: broad topic.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like the Greeks had nine different forms of love, nine different words for it, I think. <laughs> maybe it was a nine, maybe it was eight, seven. Not sure. They had a lot. You know, they, there's like agape, there's, you know, eros. <laughs> What kinds of love? <laughs> but, yeah, you know, I would approach it that way. And then also, you know, think about, like, okay, what other steps can I take? You know, because the great thing about Rose Quartz is it is such a supportive stone, you know. And so if we if we have to have a conversation, right, or we're meeting someone new, Or we're in a situation where, you know, our emotions are engaged, you know, in what's going on, even just having like a rose quartz with you, like in your pocket that you can hold, that kind of thing, can be such a source of support and help facilitate the best outcome. No, good thinking. Um, And
0: if you're wearing it on yourself, is
1: there a place that's better? Or worse, to put up? Oh, if you're wa- well, no, not not really better or worse. Um, you know, around the neck is great. You know, like it's it's like a necklace or whatever, because it's like it's going to lay over your heart. You know, and it's a heart chakra stone, so that that's always good. But man, there's some beautiful rose quartz rings out there and bracelets. Um, you just want to have it in contact with you in contact with your auric field with your aura and being on your body wearing it or being or carrying it in your pocket definitely accomplishes that so wherever you want to you know whatever piece you're really attracted to and and you want to wear it's gonna be great thank you very much i appreciate it all right well thanks so much for calling in have a great rest of your day Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks. Okay. That was super cool. Ah, rose quartz. Just a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful pink stone for those of you who are familiar with rose quartz. You know, it's also one of those stones, kind of like amethyst, kind of like clear quartz, where I see it everywhere. It doesn't even have to be like, um, you know, like a a rock shop or a crystal shop or a metaphysical shop. You know, I see like just a lot of different kinds of places will have, you know, something made out of rose quartz or amethyst or clear quartz. I see it around a lot. And, uh, oh, I once got a friend of mine a set of rose quartz. Bookends, it's like a wedding gift, and it makes a great. There's car people carve so many wonderful, cool things out of rose quartz as well, and it's just a good stone. Everybody should have that in their toolkit, in their crystal toolbox. I always have some rose quartz around. <laughs> Multifunctional, gentle, sweet, sweet energy. Just love it. Okay, so let's go ahead and hit the call lines again. I don't know what is going on with the switchboard. There were three calls, and now there's now there's one. Well, let's let's see who it is before we lose them too. <laughs> Blog Talk Studios acting weird today. But is Airport Eight One Four caller? Are you there? Hello. Hi. This is Amy. Hi, Amy, where are you calling from? What do you want to talk about?
0: I'm Pennsylvania. Oh, cool. And I'm calling about um, a change of job
1: for me. Mhm. And did you, did you just want to know, have you like been looking for a place? Is there something specific you wanted yes, to know about think- that? Or just did we see it happening?
0: If you see it happening, I did interview for
1: two jobs. Okay. Okay. So the change of jobs for you. And two, we see it happening. You've already interviewed for two jobs. Let's take a look at that. Okay. So what do we see? We see the lover's card, two of one, just the two cards, two things you applied for. We get the page of come you here back on one of them. And then we end with the full card followed by the three of pentacles. That's actually cool. um, Because, you know, the full card is about like brand new starts, you know, new beginnings, literally. Um, It's card zero. So it's saying like, okay, everything's wide open. You know, we get to clear the slate. We get to have a fresh start. And the three of pentacles is about being able to work I'm going to say well with others, but also like, you know, really feeling like we're part of a team. Okay. So that could be something that is, that's important. It may be something missing from what you've been doing. Um, Yeah. And with the lover's card and the two of wands, it's very interesting because it does feel, you know, the lover's card classically is about choice, having a choice, needing to make a choice. Um, and the two of ones can indicate like two different paths lighting up in front of us. And we've got to decide which way we're going. And since you've just interviewed for two different jobs and we're seeing the page of cups here, like you're hearing back at least from one of them, but there's a good chance you could be hearing back from both of them. And then you're going to have to decide. Now, you know, looking at these cards that come up here that's full and three of pentacles, you know, I would kind of lean towards, if you even know at this point, you know, but before you make your decision, I would lean towards the one that kind of is like really feels like a fresh start for you. Okay. And then also, you know, maybe if you have a chance to kind of talk to people a little bit to kind of feel, get a feel for like, yeah, I think I could fit in here. Cause it's the other thing about three, three of pentacles is like, yeah, you know, you sit in, you're, you know, we're building something together. We're really, everybody's, you know, putting in the effort. So, you know, yeah, I think you potentially could hear from both of them. One for sure. And one of them is definitely a, a good switch for you. Probably the fit. first
0: one that I interviewed for, it will be two weeks on Thursday. Oh wow! That I interviewed for the the first one.
1: That's the first one. Two weeks. Uh, Two is coming up a lot because they said two of ones. I'm like, ha! Wow. And did you? Were you able to with either one of these to get like a real, like feel for
0: very team? You know, yeah, it was really a team. The first one. Good, 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 and. um Yeah. And would that be a real shift for you? Yeah. Um Yeah, because they don't where I'm currently at it's not very it's very toxic and uh.
1: Mm. Not really let's you one don't feel up like one partner of- in
0: No. Let's mm. one up you know what I mean? One yeah. up you and do things competitive and,
1: instead of cooperative. You know I mean? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. You got to get away from that. That's that's not good at all. So yeah. Well, that's good then. Yeah. Look, I something's coming here that it, it looks like this is a positive shift, and you really feel like okay, a breath of fresh air is another way I would describe it with that full card energy too. So. It's looking good, and you need to, you know, let us know how it goes. I will. How you feel after you're in that new position. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you for calling. You have a great rest of your day. You take care. You too. Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Wow. Well, um, well, Blue passed the bottom of the hour here. We need to let everybody know we do have other shows that are on the Psychic Talk radio network. And you can find those by going to psychictalk.net forward slash upcoming. We have angel shows. We have the Magic Universe shows. And also, of course, we have the Tarot Today live show. I will be... On that show on, gee, I want to say Saturday. I think it's going to be Saturday. <laughs> I should be looking at the schedule, but it's not in front of me right now. And I'm pretty sure that I'm supposed to be on the air on Saturday on the Tarot Today live show. And what else? What else? Again, uh, if you've missed any past episodes of There's a Rock for That, You can find them on the Psychic Talk Radio Network on Blog Talk Radio or by going to our website, psychictalk.net. Look at past shows there. If you want to keep up with all the stuff we have coming up this week and beyond, you can go to psychictalk.net forward slash upcoming and catch up with everybody there. And also, I archive all of the There's a Rock for That episodes on my YouTube channel, Tarot, T-A-R-O-T, Dactyl, D-A-C-T-Y-L, experience on YouTube. You can see all of um, these episodes of There's a Rock for That. If you missed any, and you can also... Yeah, I think on the listings you can tell like you know what guests are on and also what crystals are the being featured that kind of stuff so it's always good if you're you know looking for information on a particular crystal you can kind of scroll through that playlist for there's a rock for that and surely find something useful I hope <laughs> that's why I do this right you share useful information but Anywho, I want to thank you all uh, for calling into the show today and those of you that listen in archive later and also um, even beyond that, everyone listening in live today. Thanks so much for sharing your Tuesday afternoon with me, and I will see you guys on Saturday on the Tarot Today live show and um, on this show on that first Tuesday in December. Have a good one, everybody. Bye-bye.